I had something that I wanted to talk about for the intro originally, but then it's only the topic started kind of entertaining and funny and has only gotten sadder as time has gone on. It got it's gotten sadder as time has gone on, and I'm not sure if we want to talk about it now. Wait, what has? I was gonna say I was thinking we could talk about what what's going on with John Mulaney. Oh yeah. But now it kind of seems like maybe it would just kind of be a bummer to talk about it. I have a, a lot of thoughts, but I don't know if they're thoughts I want to share. <laughs> Do you want to just because we haven't talked about it IRL? No. Either, so we could just have a little chat and see if it's worth it. And if it's not, then we can talk about something else. It feels super weird. Feels weird. No, I'm, I'm saying the situation. Oh, the situation feels weird. Yeah. Yeah. Because like Olivia Munn went outside. Wait, number one. Number one. Number one. Number one. I want to say off the top of the bat, I don't think people should be giving Olivia Munn shit. No. She seems like a very nice person. I like her a lot. She was great in the newsroom, which is a good show, <laughs> Shannon. <laughs> and she retweeted, she quote tweeted one of my tweets once. So we're best friends. So basically. Basically, basically, yeah, you're best friends. Um, And so I don't think she should be getting any shit. No, but, I don't think anyone should be getting shit. But it's mm. really fucking weird. It's okay. Because... She went outside and everyone was like, she looks pregnant. Mm -hmm. And then some people were like, that's, why are you commenting on the way that her body looks? She could not be, she doesn't have, she might, maybe she's not pregnant. Mm -hmm. She's just outside wearing sweatpants. Leave Mm -hmm. her alone. And then like the next day, John Mulaney goes on television and is like, yeah, she's pregnant. Yeah. And that's fine. I'm happy for them. He he says that they're both very happy, and I would I'm inclined to believe him. I'd like them to both be very happy. I'd like everyone to be very happy. Mm-hmm. Just in general, I like people being happy. Mm-hmm. I it fucks me up a little bit because it would be wild if me Shannon could go online and see like half an hour of my dad talking about how little he wants kids. Yeah, <laughs> publicly. Yeah. So that all of his, so much of his stand up has now aged like milk left out in the sun. Yes, it's going to be weird especially all the bits about his wife. Obviously that's going to yeah. be weird now, but I do want to say that Mike Berbiglia, he used to <coughs> he used to Mike Berbiglia used to have a bunch of bits about how he didn't want kids. Like he would say that all the time. Yeah. And then he had a kid and in his new special he kind of addresses it and it's actually like really sweet. He has moments where he's like he talks about that moment when he realized that he does want kids and stuff. And so like, it is something that can change that quickly, but I agree. It's weird. I I hope that it has changed. Mm -hmm. I hope that he does want kids now. Um, He, once again, he says he's excited and I'm like, I guess I believe you, but it all just feels very weird. And um, it doesn't seem like it has been the correct amount of time for that to have changed. It feels weird to speculate on a person's life like yeah. that. But especially when you've been in rehab. And like just gotten out of rehab. And now you're in a new relationship. And you're like. Maybe. Yeah. It's insane. Feels dicey. Yeah. Feels a little. It's also like the fact that he. Went on Seth Meyers. Like right after people were like. Maybe she's pregnant. Yeah. And it kind of felt like damage control. Yeah. I just hope he is okay. Yeah. I hope he's okay and I hope he... I did really love that interview with Seth Myers though because him and Seth are just so cute. Yeah. I'm out of everything. First of all, I hope that Anna Marie Tendler... I hope she's good. She was posting really sad things for a while. Yeah. I feel like... I feel like if I got broken up with by Joe Mulaney... And he went on, and then he like instantly got Olivia Munn pregnant. I would, I would, I'd be a wreck. I, I, I would like go through a metamorphosis. Yeah, I'd come out a, a changed woman. Uh huh. I, th- I think it's gonna be magnificent. I hope for so. Miss I Anne hope that for her. Um, and but more than how she's doing, and more than how John's doing, and more than how Olivia Munn's doing. And maybe a little less than how the baby's going to do. How's Bill Hader feeling through all this? John's real wife. I haven't heard enough about how this has affected John Mulaney and Bill Hader's relationship. And that's the part that scares me. Uh Uh-huh. 
So you, you feel like we need to get a report from Bill Hader. Just to like a check-in, like, yeah. are you guys Do you okay? think he was definitely at the intervention, He was right? definitely, he had to be at the intervention. It's so funny. I think Andy Samberg was there too. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. It's the concept of celebrities. Just all hanging out in a room to, to do me. something serious. Yeah. Like, that. I, but like also that, I don't know. In my, I guess in my head, I live in a magical fantasy world where when celebrities aren't on screen, they're like kept in cryo chambers or something. <laughs> like they don't have, like they either they have like either completely normal lives where they just are normal people, but like they don't interact. In my head, they all have like their separate houses they go home to, and they like think about their taxes and they watch the news and they eat golden grams, <laughs> and that's it. And they don't. Like, I don't know why, but the idea of multiple celebrities being all in one place and it's not the Oscars seems weird. That seems wrong. Because how do you do that? Then you are never into YouTubers because that was like the whole thing was like YouTubers all hanging out together and making vlogs yeah, and stuff. I was into YouTubers, but that's different. Like, first of all, oh my God, wait, speaking of YouTubers, you know what I've been thinking about recently? What, what the fuck does Zoella do now? Did you hear about her baby? Does she also have baby? She just had a baby with Alfie. Nuts. The Alfie baby. The Alfie baby. Yeah. Because she was everywhere for, whoa. Well, did you hear about when her brand started selling, promoting sex toys? So first there was like a time she, Zoella like is now a whole like beauty lifestyle brand. Okay. And there's a blog and it promotes different like small artists products and stuff. Yeah. And um, and it's not specifically, it's not targeted at kids anymore. And it's like, this is, it's a, you know, okay. it's a beauty company for it's women. It's a beauty company for women. And, um, and, but like sometime in the last year or two, one of the products they promoted was like yes. a vibrator and people got so pissed because they were like, Zoella, you're supposed to be a kid's channel. And what is this? Why are you promoting all this stuff? Blah, blah, blah. And I had this huge thing, and but she stood around. She was just like, "No, fuck you." Yeah, good for her. <laughs> and um, yeah, now she just had a baby. Like, I literally, like just in the past week or something, had a baby. Nuts. That's cool. I mean, it makes. I feel like that is the natural evolution of of her doing stuff is to be just like, oh, now it's just a lifestyle. Yeah, it's just a lifestyle so, brand. She doesn't like make. I don't think she really makes videos or anything anymore. She just kind of chills. And yeah, manages the business. It's it like what Jenna Marbles is doing. Yeah. But I'm sad that we lost her. I never watched Jenna Marbles, like ever. Oh, so. Jenna and Julian were like the best. It is funny. I feel like it'd be weird if like it like it'd be the same thing if though if like now I want to think of a good example that isn't gonna make me sad to say that. If like the Wiggles started promoting like Viagra. <laughs> it'd be a little weird it'd be a little strange yeah a little weird i wouldn't worry that a kid is gonna want to try viagra because <laughs> i assume that even if there is no i'm no because you know what she was a kid's thing when we were like kid eight when we were like middle schoolers yeah that's when she was a kid's thing and yeah. then we all grew up and i assume that the people who are big zoella fans are still the people who she is now targeting it yeah right like she like aged up with, with her, her audience, audience yeah which is good and is a thing that you should do yeah instead of continuing to target like 14 year old girls she's now targeting like early 20 something year old yeah. girls who use vibrators yeah get over it america it's a free country america yeah speaking of it being a free country Nicki minaj doesn't want people to get vaccinated how are we feeling about that let's just do a rundown of everything that's happened in, in, our, <laughs> in like this the last intro has already been so long and we're, we talked about nothing but i just kind of forgot that we are doing this we are an adam Bro we are an adam brody podcast yes yes and we are doing this and as long as we acknowledge that like once every 10 minutes we're good <laughs> it counts because we counts. said his name we said it Nicki minaj says don't get vaccinated yeah, so does Letitia Wright, apparently. I don't know who that is. She is in Black Panther. She plays Shuri. Oh, no. Yeah. What? Why? I don't know. Apparently, she was in some anti-vax video. I don't know. I don't think it was as bad as Nikki's, but it was still not good. Man. That's weird. 
Mm-hmm. That and then that just sucks. And like, I I guess it's just bonkers because I mean, I, you'd think like you wouldn't want to if you were a celebrity and you did believe that you wouldn't want to say anything because it would turn you'd think it would tarnish your reputation. Yeah. But I guess there's a big enough, like a big enough vocal group of people who also think that that you can say it. And yeah. Man, like what's going to happen? Are people, are Nicki Minaj fans going to stop being Nicki Minaj fans? No, right? Probably not. Probably not. I don't know. I'm not. I stay away from them on Twitter because they scare the crap out of me. They're scary. But like, I don't know. I haven't seen people saying like, I'm unstanding now. Unstand, unstand Nicki Minaj. She wants everyone to get sick. Yeah. I don't. I'm unstanding Nicki Minaj. I didn't really before. I'm unstanding what I wasn't already standing. Yeah. I'm lessening my standing. Yeah. And so that sucks. Everyone should get vaccinated. Yeah. Everyone should get vaccinated. Do you know who loves vaccines? Me. Adam Brody. <laughs> what a king. Yeah. And that's he's, he's always tweeting about, he's retweeting always tweeting. things about vaccines. Yeah, he's always tweeting about vaccines. Every day. Every day. He says, my name's Adam Brody and I want Bill Gates to control you. No, no, no. That's a lie. Don't tarnish his name. He says, my name's Adam Brody. And what I think is good is not not free will. Welcome to America. Get a microchip. This is slander. This is... I'm being sarcastic. There's no microchip. And Bill Gates is a myth. So, like, just get (laughs) vaccinated. And Bill Gates has been dead 20 years. (laughs) Bill Gates has been dead 20 years. He's actually just a sentient Microsoft robot. Have Have you ever tried that with conspiracy theorist people? No. It's a tactic. I don't know if it really works, but it's funny to think about where if someone says a conspiracy theory, the only way to counter it is because logic is not going to work. Yeah. Logic and facts so you just say a bigger one. You counter with a um, bigger conspiracy theory. So someone's like, the moon landing is fake. You're like, you believe in the moon? And you just kind of, you just do that. You want to talk about this show? Yeah, let's run the intro music. We didn't say anything funny in the intro <laughs> at all. We didn't say anything funny. Can we play? Well, no. Can we do a conspiracy theory game? Yeah. I say a conspiracy theory. You say a bigger conspiracy theory. You try and counter me, okay? Oh, I'm gonna be bad at this. It's just yes and. It's just yes and. Okay. I, or we can do it the other way. You say conspiracy theory. I say a bigger conspiracy theory. Okay. You want to take the easy way out? Um. Did you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> did you hear that? Uh... Justin Bieber is just. <laughs> three small children in a wig. <laughs> I couldn't think of any real conspiracies. Well, I can't think of anything to counter that because now I fully believe you. <laughs> I'm on board with this conspiracy theory. <laughs> Justin Bieber is just three small children. And as he's gotten older, have they just stacked more children? Yeah, they just keep adding. Do they add? Do they cycle out as the children age? How does this work? No, it's just been the same three children, and they've just kind of grown up with him. But they're very stunted from always standing on each other's <laughs> backs. So they're actually just about the height of a regular man now. Oh, that's good. Yep. You're right. It's your turn now. Oh, do I have to try? And you try and counter me? No, you just haven't said one. I, I don't have anything. That's so good. I oh. believe you. Oh. I'm on board with your right. conspiracy theory. Right. You've convinced me. Well, now you got to go convince someone else. Oh, I've got to go talk. Like, I've got to spread it. Yeah. Yeah. That's your job now. Who can I get on board with? Probably Ben Shapiro. It seems like he'll believe anything. <laughs> Let's go to the podcast. Can I hear your Ben Shapiro impersonation? Uh, <laughs> I can't make my wife come. I'm Ben Shapiro. I don't know what he sounds like. I've never heard his voice. <laughs> That was actually surprisingly close, but you got to get, my favorite thing is just the way he pauses. He speaks, that's how he speaks. He goes, okay, so hello, everyone. Da-da, It is. He like has this little like, and there's this little tinniness to his voice. Did you know he's cousins with Mara Wilson? I didn't know that. Isn't that bonkers to think about? She doesn't like him. She roasts him on Twitter all the time. It's really funny. Imagine your cousin, like imagine any one of your, pick a cousin in your mind that you have uh-huh. and imagine they grew up to be Ben Shapiro. Wouldn't that be so embarrassing? And you're Matilda. So like imagine you are Matilda mm-hmm. and then your cousin has to go and grow up and be Ben Shapiro. Yeah, that'd be rough. My favorite thing about Ben Shapiro is how he will 
try and prove points by dunking on himself in like roundabout ways. It's super funny to me. You know? Mm-hmm. Like that, like the whole thing where he's like, what was the one that he did recently? It's, it, uh, and it's always like, I can't satisfy my wife in some way. Where like, I just want one day him to be like, you know, you could tell that dudes are all fucking, are, be- are beta males because my wife always spends time with her tennis instructor like that something like that mm-hmm. i just i'd love like um like a meta narrative that you could find throughout all of his podcasts oh yeah where you could f- you could find out that his wife is uh, having an affair with a tennis instructor yeah. or it doesn't have to be a tennis instructor. it could be a milkman yeah <laughs> the milkman. do people still have milkmen i think technically some people do but it's much more rare i'd like to i definitely don't think one. rich people have milkmen you don't think that rich men, I feel like that'd be the people who would have milkmen, who would have someone just for delivering milk to their house. But it wouldn't be, they have like a truck that comes in every week with a whole thing of milk for them and their yeah. entire staff. So it's not like the man delivering two bottles to the yeah. door. Okay. That makes sense. Can we have a milk? What does it take to get a milkman? Are you Googling what it takes to get a milkman? I'm going to Google if we could have a milkman because also it just sounds like convenient because we run out of milk really quickly in our house. How to get a milk... How to get a milk stain out of couch is one of the first thing that came up. Oh, yeah. Dairy drop is a thing. So if you need milk, go on, go to dairydrop.com. Sponsor of Brody Quest. No, no, stop. You can't lie about things like that. What if I what if I email them and ask? Sure, it's not gonna do anything. Do you but... want to sponsor our podcast? We love milk. Mmm, yummy milkies. <laughs> Sincerely, Brody Quest. Sure. Okay. Sent. I sent it. I think we should start looking for a very, very low brand deals of being like, please. Yeah. I Please. thought you were going to say, I think we should start the podcast. <laughs> no, I also think that, though, because <laughs> that's been a very in. long time. Hello and welcome to Brody Quest. My name is Josette. And I am Shannon. And here on the world's best and only Adam Brody fancast, what we like to do is we like to take a deep chronological tour through the mysterious and ever-winding works of actor Adam Brody. And today, we're talking about another MTV show, which always is, it means it's going to be good. Yep. Um, I'm so excited. We're talking about good vibes. (laughs) And as you can tell from the long intro, we're really excited to talk about this one. Um, we really, really want to get just jump right into it. Because there's a lot to unpack here. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to unpack mm-hmm. here. It's a complicated show. It has a deep lore. Yeah. And an ARG and a milk brand. Yeah. Um, this show ran for 12 episodes on MTV. It's an animated adult comedy series. So you can kind of already picture what it's going to look like and sound and smell like just from it being an adult animated series. Uh, It's set in a fictional California coastal town. Adam Brody stars alongside Josh Gad. They play two best friends who are 15 years old. And that was a thing that I really like to remind myself as I watch the show is like, these kids are 15 years old. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I kind of said that out loud a couple of times myself, just to remind myself, because otherwise you'd forget, because it sounds like Josh Gad. Yeah. It actually, no, he does the exact same voice for his character in this that he would then later repurpose for Olaf, the magical snowman in the children's movie. Yeah, so it sounds like Olaf. Frozen. So it sounds like Olaf, but he's, you know, he's like, my dick, boobies. It's like that, but like Olaf. In fact, I would love now, now that I'm thinking about it, I could just take audio from this show and go and re-edit scenes from Frozen so that Olaf swears, and it'd be really fucking funny. Do it. You should. I'm going to do that. absolutely do that. And then I'll make Adam Brody voice the reindeer. Yeah. Yeah. Adam, Bro- Adam Brody is doing what I have to believe is just a Bullwinkle impersonation because it literally just sounds like Bullwinkle. 
and sometimes but then sometimes it doesn't it does for like there will be lines when he's just do- delivering like jokes like it's like he's kind of just doing mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. but then when he has to get more passionate about something it's going yeah. to be a passionate bullwinkle yeah. so it has to kind of morph and shift and i it doesn't sound like out of breath no i would frequently forget because i'd forget i'd be like wait why am i watching this and then i have to remember like oh yes adam is in this yeah. this is why i'm watching this and he's in a lot of it technically yeah. it yeah. just doesn't sound like him yeah and as we've talked about before his voice is kind of a it's a big draw yeah he talks good yeah but in this he still talks good he's doing no, a good job I, voice I, he, yeah he's, he's a very good voice actor i was surprised but but it's not him yeah. if that's what you're looking for if you're looking let's just get this out of the way you're looking for straight shot adam brody injected right in your veins give it to me now this probably isn't it no it's no. not thing for you it's masked yeah that being said if you like me are a big tony hale fan this might be the show for you. Tony Hale's character was maybe my favorite. Definitely my favorite. Hands down. Hands down. Tony Hale's character is my favorite in this. He looks, he is drawn as basically Griffin McElroy. <laughs> He's a small kid with glasses who is just filled with rage and something else. He's so Something weird. darker. Something darker. His character is absolutely the best character in the whole show. They give him the best jokes. The weirdest throwaway gags and lines. There's an episode where they go to his house for a sleepover and he says that he has to go change and get ready and he opens a door and when he opens the door you see behind him like a weird high-tech science lab with what is clearly a clone in like a big tube like one of the you know one of the big floaty tubes that you keep clones in and they go wait what's behind that door and he goes just a closet and slams it shut and it's hilarious it's hysterical he's so good he's super funny um this show is so horny yeah okay here was my problem with this show is that like their shows (laughs) (laughs) sorry joe just made a face as if she were like stealing herself to write like a doctorate essay like i don't like the face you you had to like you made a face as though you were preparing yourself for an arduous journey (laughs) there's things there's shows like big mouth yes where it's like okay these are these are horny children's but this is a show made for adults yeah this to me there were times where i was like this feels like they're still making it for children oh for sure and I'm like, so you're making this very horny show for children. And that feels about children. Yeah. And it all just feels very weird. It's a little weird. Yeah. Is This is a show, literally, I think we said, I think I said this about Sausage Factory, how it is a show written about and presumably by teenage boys. Mm-hmm. This show yeah. took that to a whole new level. This was 100% made entirely by 15-year-old boys. You cannot convince me otherwise. Well, no, it was it was it was originally written by 15-year-old boys cuz we saw who it was made by. Yes. But I imagine that it was scripts they dusted off from They, f- they found it they were slightly moist. They found these wet scripts. Mm-hmm. The studio executive found these wet moist scripts under his 15-year-old son's bed said, "What is this?" read it and said, "I'm going to make a million dollars." And he was wrong. He was very wrong. <laughs> no one wanted this. No one wanted it. R- and like, it was on MTV. They canceled it after a season because, quote, I looked this up. It wasn't garnering enough attention to justify any more seasons. One was invalid. I've never heard of this show before. Um, it it also seems like as it was airing, MTV just stopped caring about it like halfway through because what is supposed to be episode I think eight of twelve, which is the prom episode. That was supposed to be the season finale, and it just aired out of order. And MTV was like, yeah, it just aired too early. <laughs> what the fuck? I, I found a quote because there was a, a thing where one of the people who worked on the show was talking about how, like, the prom episode was supposed to be the season finale, which kind of makes sense if you think about it because mm-hmm. it's like the female love interest actually dumps her boyfriend mm-hmm. for real, and it's like it, it kind of builds up the main love relationship a little bit more, like it adds to the foundation or whatever. It feels like it's going into a next season. Yeah. But they just aired it early. And MTV is just quoted as being like, oops. What the fuck? <laughs> like they just that's, didn't care. That's a little sad, though. It's a little sad. Um, But this show's so horny and so fat phobic. Oh, my yeah. God. I think my third note in here is, um, yeah, you got fat phobia and my horny. Well, you got horny and my fat phobia. Because, like, 
they'll make these jokes about characters being so gross and fat, but then they'll also kind of sexualize them for it where it's like they got their wires crossed a little bit where I couldn't tell if like it would it would morph between being super fat phobic and almost being body positive, but then it'd go right back into fat phobic and it was so disorienting. It was very weird. Um, My biggest problem with like because the they would occasionally have jokes that were kind of funny, but then they would just reuse them four more times. What? Like, like there was—I mean, there's was a first one, a, a joke that actually made me laugh was he was—it's in the first episode, and he was playing a little video game, and there's like a little video game version of him, a little eight-bit uh-huh. version of him, and his mom's like, "Oh, look, it's a little baby you," and he goes, "Yeah, I had to use a pregnant woman's body and put in a secret code to get Justin Bieber's head," mm-hmm. and like that was actually a funny line. But then they just use it again later in the episode, and yeah. in that, and throughout that first episode, the mom kept having this reoccurring joke that happened. Four times in a row. That one was so annoying because it wasn't even funny the first no, time. No, the yeah, it's not funny the first time where she says she's like trying to get a job and she says, I'm just so grateful I don't have to work on my knees anymore. And then it cuts to a bunch of jobs where she's like scrubbing a toilet and like doing stuff on her knees that is not sex work. Yeah. And then she does it three more times with going, Oh, I'm so glad I don't have to work on my back anymore. I'm so glad like there's I don't have to work the pole. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have to work the pole anymore. It's like she does it so many times and it's not funny. And every time they like show it all the way through and it's like even if this joke was hilarious, you would have gotten sick of it by the fourth time they yeah, did it. It was not. It, but it does have a few good jokes. Like throughout the various episodes we watched, there are jokes where I was like, in a different show, I would have found that absolutely yeah. hysterical. Even there's even some of the dumber jokes, I, w- I got managed to get a little bit of a laugh. There's one in the first episode where the bully character, because it has to have a bully. Also, first of all, I've noticed every single cartoon bully in every movie or TV show is drawn the exact same. They always have a skull t-shirt and they all sound the exact same, but they're always played by different dudes. In Gravity Falls, there's the bully, angry teen character. He sounds the exact same. He's played by fucking TJ Miller. In this one, it's Gary Busey's brother, I think, plays it. But again, sounds the exact same. It's interchangeable. If I played you clips of these two characters, they sound the exact same. And the bully character in Monster House, which I just recently rewatched, who's played by Jason Lee, they all sound the exact same. I don't know what it is. I, all these dudes sound identical and yeah. it's nuts. But anyway, there's a part where he's about to beat up the nerdy main character and his girlfriend like intervenes and is like, I don't know, what's his name? Turk. He, she goes like, Turk. And he like looks up and sees her boobs because it's this show. And he looks back down the nerd and he's like, you're lucky I'm more horny than angry. And then like leaves him alone. And that's funny. That's a yeah. funny line. Yeah. Yeah. What was the fuck? Oh, yeah. It, the, I think the, the episode where they go and have a sleepover at the creepy little nerds yeah. house, that is my favorite episode because that is possibly the least offense. It has the le- the least ratio of like, it has the highest ratio of good jokes to offensive jokes, d- dicey jokes. Yeah. Because yeah. some of them are like some of the jokes that it seems like they were trying to be offensive. They don't even manage to be offensive. And it, the jokes yeah. are just boring. Yeah. Um. But there's there's so many great lines in that. The character's name is Watska. And there's a part when they first show up where like they they knock on the door and it like creaks open all creepily. And then they step inside and there's no one there. And he the kid like steps out of the shadows and welcomes them. And then the door slams shut and they jump and he goes, that was the wind. <laughs> like he like co- creepy stuff is constantly happening while they're on the sleepover at first. And he's like covering with these funny excuses. And then he he does an opening ceremony. <laughs> for the sleepover because he it's actually kind of sweet because he does he's never had friends before and so he's super excited to have these kids over and it's like really overcompensating so he does like a gymnastics routine and is like singing a little song and then he pulls out a live dove and throws it up in the air and the dove flies instantly into a ceiling fan and is just explodes into a cloud of feathers and that was funny on its own him doing the gymnastics routine and then but he doesn't flinch he like stays there smiling and then he goes now that the bird has died in vain and that's fucking hysterical like that was part of it yeah yeah. and then woody played by adam brody immediately after that goes i mean you gotta admit he really commits (laughs) and that's a funny line too there was so many good lines in that episode and then there were also a lot of really bad parts. Yeah. I thought the the stuff in that one with Gina was also really sweet. Um, when they watched the video and they just kind of hang out and like, but then at the end he's like hanging out with her. But then at the end he's like, 
goes back because it's closing ceremonies and he actually realizes that he cares enough about him to go to closing ceremonies it's like weirdly sweet there are there are a few moments actually over the course of watching the show i grew to kind of care about the main friendship of the show woody and mondo adam brody and josh gad respectively they have moments where they are really caring to each other Mm -hmm. even though the plots that are surrounding it are pretty misogynistic a lot of the time and kind of gross do you want to talk about the one plot with mila kunis yep (laughs) not yet because i want to talk about the parts that don't make me extremely okay okay um there's one where woody enters a surfing competition and that one is also pretty sweet did Mm -hmm. you see you saw that one i love that one and like he woody has a moment where he's like kind of doubting himself a little bit and then mondo like does their little secret handshake from the Mm -hmm. shore and woody sees it and it's like it's sweet yeah and yeah, there's a lot of scenes of them objectifying women, but also they're 15 year old boys and it's kind of nothing that's out of the ordinary for 15 yeah. year old boys, except for the parts where it really is. And yeah. Like, what the fuck? Um, yeah, I think there's a there's a review that I read for the show where someone is like, if it had been allowed to run longer, maybe those sweet parts like the genuine moments would have gotten to shine more mm-hmm. and the misogynistic stuff would have died down yeah and maybe it would have been worthwhile well, but not in this fucking timeline nope. in this timeline it's pretty bad yeah i wish it had been different yeah also before we move on because we do need to talk about the mila kunis thing because that's nuts um actually there's a couple different oh yeah i, I want to talk about the other thing the, too. first of all there's so many jokes about avatar in this fucking show do you remember when avatar was relevant yeah that's a weird concept to me like it's avatar gonna, was, it's gonna be relevant again because they're making the sequel yeah yeah it's just it's just like it's funny because i saw that movie i think three times in theaters you've never seen avatar at the time it came out, everyone was talking about how good it was. I was in on the bandwagon. I was 100% like, this is the coolest movie ever made. And now I couldn't tell you a single detail about it. I have one of those things where I hate it because of how, man- how many people told me to go see it. That makes sense. Where it's like, it's unfair, but, but I just have a bias against it. When I think about it now, I wouldn't want to rewatch it. Because in my head, I'm like, oh, all the stuff I do remember about it is bad and does mm-hmm. not make for a good movie. And I think we've all culturally just agreed on that because no one talks about it anymore. Yeah. But the fact that there were so many references to it in this show made me remember like, oh yeah, it for, like a, so relevant. for a minute there, it was huge. Yeah. Um, I have a note here that says, honestly, if this show didn't suck, it would be good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I think. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Uh, here's, I'm just going to read a few of my notes. Nothing good about these vibes is like the first one I took. Um, it's a good thing MTV canceled this show because if they didn't, Twitter would have done it for them. <laughs> but um, that was a good one. That was a good singer. Uh, there's a part where there's a there's an episode, the worst episode I think out of all of them. The one that made me hate watching the show the most is the one where a they organize a uh, bus to come and check female students and just female people do in breast general. exams do breast exams for it's like a it's breast cancer awareness month or, or whatever yeah and the two boy characters dress up as women woo transphobia to go and sneak in to the breast examination place and see some boobies the one you know the one line i liked from that one what was the one line you liked from this one is where they ended up it didn't work obviously yeah. and then um woody adam brody goes to the camera i got all pretty for nothing <laughs> and it's like really funny that one line was actually really good that he's like oh i got dressed all pretty for nothing i feel like i mi- i must have missed that one yeah i i tuned out i think about pretty like pretty quickly like maybe nine minutes in um the one thing i did catch is that they're teacher who i really don't want to talk about the teacher i mean the fat phobia in that like in literally creating a monster by saying like yeah it's fucked up it's the teacher's not it's fucked up anyway her their teacher does have part where she's talking about how she is a survivor of breast cancer and when they did the lump lumpectomy they let her keep her cancer's lumps and there are two of them uh, and she pulls them out and they're in jars. And if you look, the jars are labeled Zach and Cody. <laughs> and it's like on screen for like a second. But I, I was like, oh, she named her cancerous lumps Zach and Cody. That's fucking weird. <laughs> so that's the one moment from this I, from that episode I liked. Um, let's see. Oh, uh, 
there's a Leighton Meester episode. There's a Leighton Meester reference in one of the episodes. What? Uh, it's at the very beginning. One of the characters is the the main love interest is saying that she's gonna get her hair done, and Mondo, Josh Gad, who has a crush on her, is like, "Oh, are you? Do you? And you want me to help you pick out and find the exact right cut for you? I've already done a lot of the legwork." And he like pulls out a bunch of teen magazines, and then he flips to a page and he goes, "I think a Leighton Meester would look really good on you." And there's oh, a little cartoon funny. Leighton. Um, so I was like, "Hey." Uh, that was cool. There's an episode where they make a floating uh, city where yeah. it's legal to drink. Yeah. Um, because it's technically international waters. There's great moment at the beginning of that where Wadska throws sand in a cop. This show is, for all of its <laughs> fault, is consistently anti-cops. Yeah. Throughout. Yeah. And it's so fucking least, funny. At least they did that right. He throws sand at a cop. And there's some other line. I guess I didn't write it down. But him bullying, this tiny little ball of rage bullying cops was entertaining. And there's another line later when they're like giving a tour of the floating pleasure island that they've created. There's a bunch of kids who have converted snorkels and like face masks into bongs Mm -hmm. so that they're just constantly taking bong rips. And then it like hot boxes the the snorkeling mask. And uh, Mondo goes, this counts as course credit at UC Santa Cruz. And I was like, <laughs> that hey, was really good, yeah. That's us. And he's not wrong. Um, I don't remember anything else about that episode. I'm going to... What Do you want to talk about Mila Kunis or OK Go first? I was going to say, <laughs> uh, let's talk about OK Go first. Because that one was, that was the happier of the two surprises. Yeah. Um, okay, go are in this. <laughs> there's an episode where they're throwing a beach festival, and the first band who's at the festival is Waves, which is a garage rock band that I fucking love mm-hmm. for the most part. Um, and they're playing King of the Beach, which is maybe my favorite Waves song. Huh? It's super good. So when they showed up, I was already hyped, loved it. And then they keep saying that Okay Go is going to be at the festival, and one of the characters is like a super big Okay Go fan. And I did not think that they were going to actually be in this episode. I, I went from the beginning. I 100% was like, okay, we're going to be in this. Because of all the other bands who are in it, it's just the album versions of their songs and they make little cartoon versions of them. Like clearly they bought the, like got the song rights mm-hmm. and got the permission of the artist to make little cartoon versions of them. Like I didn't think that they were going to do it. But then at the end of the episode, they go backstage and they meet OK Go and they're just there. Yep. Yeah, it's, do you want to? It's there. It's great. They're just talking and like they're talking to the head guy, and then like the other three guys are like getting like snacks, but using like crazy they, <laughs> contraptions. They have a joke where OK Go is eating hot dogs, and they want they're like these need some condiments, and one of them like knocks over a domino, which knocks over more do- like they have Rube Goldberg machines set, set up. up just to give them condiments, and then like a thing falls and like strums a guitar and then squirts ketchup mustard and relish but it's like each one is color coordinated to the dude mm-hmm. that it squirts onto and that squirts under their suit and one of them goes there has to be a better way to do this <laughs> i love the implication that okay go has to do every everyday activities yep. using crazy complex yep. machines all in one day they do that's what they have to do I, that's what i'm gonna believe now yeah whenever i think about okay go i'm like well they, they gotta build a machine and do yep. it getting out of bed in the morning pulleys yep series of pulleys and levers mm-hmm so that was awesome. And then the prom episode. I need you to do it. You need me to tell them what I need happened? You to, I've been okay. talking a lot, first of all, but also I don't want to talk about it. Okay, so there's one episode where our beloved our beloved Watska <laughs> does something not so good. Um, where, how does he even, where is he? He's like out and about. Yeah, he needs a date for the prom. He needs a date for the prom and he's like out and about and he runs into Mila Kunis. Oh, wait, first of all, he's canon bisexual. And they bring it up in a couple episodes. So the representation I needed. Yeah. Really. From this little bundle he's, of rage. He's looking. There's a, the line in this episode is he's looking for a date and he's looking at all the women on the beach trying to figure out which one he's going to ask out. And he sees one. She is. He goes, she looks too much like a man. And then he, she sees another one. He goes, she looks too much like a girl. Yeah. <laughs> Good one. Um, but he <laughs> he 
he does something to save Mila Kunis. She's being chased and bombarded by paparazzi. Oh, yes. And he like helps her get away from paparazzi. And she's like, oh, thank you so much. If there's anything I can do for you. And he's like, well, actually, you could come to my school dance with me. And she's kind of like, um, no. <laughs> she straight up says, no, I'm not She's like, no, that. I'm not going to do that. But then she falls and becomes concussed. And then she's confused about where she is. And Watska goes like, oh, you're my girlfriend. You're going to the school dance. And like basically just drags her along to the school dance. And then there's a later scene where they're dancing. And she like becomes aware again. She's like, wait. No, because he dips her and she hits her head. He hits her head and she becomes aware again. And she's like, wait, where am I? What's happening? So he dips her again and hits her head again so that she'll be even more concussed and just forget where she is. It's awful. And I can't believe like, I can't believe Mila Kunis she's was okay with that. Her. She was like, yeah, I'll let you do this. Yeah, like, what the fuck? I feel like I've seen that plot in a sitcom before though, where someone lose, hits their head, loses their memory. And then someone else is like, oh, you're my girlfriend, and then pretends, and then the person comes to and finds out and gets mad. I feel like I've seen that in a Disney sitcom before. Maybe. Maybe. I want to say Sweet Life on Deck, but I don't know. But if it wasn't where they were purposefully concussing no, the person. Not. Definitely not. Um, yeah. That episode is a weird one. Mondo takes a girl who is pregnant to the prom. Which starts off as being kind of sweet. Starts off really, I'd say very sweet because she's like really sad because she's a teenage girl who's gotten pregnant very early and can't do anything fun. He's like, well, I'll take you to the school dance because my mom was a single mother. Mm -hmm. She didn't like it. And then kind of stays sweet. It's, I think most of the subplot in that is sweet. It's kind of sweet, but then he just, he just kind of ends up being, it's just kind of a little funny because then he's like annoyed that he has to stay with her at one point. But then- Woody is because he want because he wants to dance with his crush and yeah. then Woody like Woody's warms such up the a man. Crush. Woody's, Woody's the such best. A man. He he fucking warms. He like talks him up to his crush and then uh, requests a so- a slow song for them to dance to and then is like I'll go hang out with I don't remember the girl's name with but the, I'll go with the pregnant with girl pregnant girl and you can dance with her. What a G. Yeah. What a wingman. Like <laughs> fucking homie. Yeah. Um, Alan Tudyk is in this. Tudyk. How do you say his name? The guy from Firefly, he's in this and he plays a stoner, plays an old hippie stoner who also had some weird fucking lines. Yep. Um, yeah. Can we talk about, um, can we talk about the one like behind the scenes video? Because I have so much to say about that. I forgot to watch it. I was going to watch it last and then I forgot. There is a behind the scenes video though where they interview people. I know that. Yeah. Dude, the energy of it was really strange. What? Can you explain it to me? It was just like I couldn't tell how into it. Ever, like, no one seemed into it. Yeah. But also they were like, but it didn't seem like they were being forced to read a prompt or anything. Like they were saying everything enthusiastically, but it kind of just like, just because like I know I've seen Josh Gad do lots of interviews. I've seen Adam Brody do tons of interviews. It was like, <laughs> they were not excited about no, this. I wouldn't. Be. And, and like trying to like explain, th- ex- explain things and like dig deeper into the characters where there's just not much to do. It was just like, yeah, really weird. I did not like the energy of it. And, um, and Tony Hale wasn't there. So, so what's even the fucking point? Yeah. I, was I would have loved that. to hear what Tony Hale had to say about it. He is, and he is consistently giving a hundred and ten percent with his line reads. Mm-hmm, like he is, mm-hmm. he is voice acting the. Fuck there's out of that there's character. videos of him doing line read like table readings, uh-huh. and like he is going all in, and everyone is cracking up. It's hilarious. He's, he's so good. He's good in everything. Yeah. We we the other night we watched uh, some Arrested Development. I think you need to watch Mysterious, Mysterious Benedict Society. Oh, he's in that? Yeah, dude, he's like the main dude in it. Oh shit. Okay, I'll watch it. I love it. It's him. really good. He's great. He's great in um what else is he in? Love Simon. He's great in that. He's great in Arrested Development, mm-hmm. which I said. He's good in everything. I like him. I'm a fan. Um, that's what I was wondering while I was watching it, is I was like, there is a lot in here that I don't I, I feel like I first of all, I wonder why Adam Brody signed on yeah. to this one. I think it's just a thing of like when MTV offers you a series, you don't say no. Like, literally. And I think you don't, like, it just sucks that he keeps getting really sucky series from MTV. Yeah. 
but like again I was like I, I'd love to talk to him about this one about like what drew like how was it pitched to him originally mm-hmm. was there someone that he knew who was already working on it and was like gonna was like oh this is gonna be great you should sign on is it just that it's MTV and it's an animated series and they had just had hits with like Beavis and Butthead and Daria and all those and he was like well I gotta get just get on board get some of that MTV juice would he stand by it now I don't Probably I can't not. imagine that he would some of the I, things that it says it's so it's a weird fucking show it's just and so I, misogynistic it's, it's just so misogynistic and like absurdly horny horny to a point that i didn't think you could show that on television but yeah i've clearly not watched big mouth but but that's netflix yeah true 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 that's netflix I, when I watch Big Mouth, I'm like, I know what I'm getting into. I know that they're going to say some wild shit. And I actually don't watch Big Mouth. Yeah, I know. I watched a couple seasons and I quickly got sick of it. But like, I it's Netflix. Yeah. This was MTV in 2012 yeah. where they show a lot of titties. Where it's kind of astounding. Yeah. Anyway, we should rate this. And also we should rate the thing we watched last week. <sighs> Damsel in Distress because we didn't watch we didn't rate it in the episode. Damsel in Distress I would give a 7.5 out of 10. I would agree with you. 7.5 out of 10 feels totally right for Damsel in Distress. Perfect. Okay for this one I would give maybe a 3 out of 10. Yeah. I'm gonna say 4 4 Tony Hales out of 10 because he is the reason it is getting 4 points. Yeah. Adam Brody does a perfectly bang up job. But I, the problem is that I keep you forgetting forget it's Adam Brody. And Except that every once in a while, he does, he still delivers lines the same way. So every once in a while, you hear a line delivery that will be like, that sounds like Adam Brody. And yeah. then you're like, oh yeah, it Where is Adam Brody. you can tell that it's him yeah. doing a voice. Like you yeah. get it for a second. And he he's totally proficient. Josh Gad, totally proficient. I mean, there's, those are those are talented dudes. Yeah. Oh, there's also a musical part. Because of course, if you have Josh Gad, you're like, we can't not do a musical mm-hmm. part. Oh, they also do a fun thing, which I guess in 2012 just became like a requirement if you're doing an animated series where there's a part in the theme song that changes every time they do the theme song yeah and they'll like experiment with the animation and that yeah was cool. i like that too i got mad when i really i got actually got mad when they cut the theme to the shorter one yeah i was like no i want to see the whole I thing i want to see what the funny thing yeah. is gonna be so there were parts about this where if it had just i think my note really summed it up if this show didn't suck it would, it would be been good. really good yeah yeah so four out of ten for me yeah, because there again, there were a few parts where I was like, "That's funny." I laughed. Four to ten for good vibes. What are we talking about next? Oh God, what are we talking about next? I feel like we're super close to something really good. We're on the brink. Revenge for Jolly. Is that it? Is that what we're doing? That's what's next. All right. Is that a movie or a TV show? It is a movie. I think. I don't know how much we'll have to watch and see how much he's in it. Because if he's barely in it, then we're going to have to watch two things. And then after that is Seeking a Friend for the End of the World. Ah, uh, but Elijah Wood and Oscar Isaac are in it. Ooh. So, like, honestly. Oh, and Kevin Corrigan. He's back, baby. <gasps> we get him back. We got him back. And that's the that's the second time that Elijah Wood has been in the same thing as Adam Brody, which is kind of cool. Okay, so we'll be watching Revenge for Jolly Revenge next. Revenge for Jolly from 2012. Good Vibes was 2011 to 2011. We are now going to be branching over into 2012. Yeah, I'm excited. Should we say anything about like, hey, sorry we were gone for so long and also sorry we didn't address it in the last episode? We addressed it a little bit in the last one. We were, we were, okay, we were moving and then in that same, in August was just insane. I had like five different <laughs> plates in the air that I had to deal with As and the so goes. yeah and so like every single day of my life was just an anxiety fest so I didn't have the time to be like I want to sit down and think about Adam Brody right now I actually did do that because I did have moments where I was just like I can't do anything I have to watch the OC um, <laughs> but so I did have moments where I did that but for the most part I wasn't thinking about Adam Brody because I was busy with lots of stuff so i apologize but also it was necessary but now we're here now we're here and we're back and we're ready to do it we're gonna do better than we ever have before yep hopefully we'll start picking up some speed getting some good stuff it's just good energy good vibes good good vibes good vibes better vibes and better better vibes than the show good vibes which would honestly vibes (laughs) best vibes be best (laughs) Sorry? Be best. Be best vibes? Be best vibes. If we 
if we ever have to pivot away from Adam Brody for whatever reason, I think that should be the name of the show. Be Best Vibes. Be Best Vibes. And it's about Melania Trump? No. <laughs> we just co-opt it. Okay. <laughs> hey, Shane, and if people enjoy this, where can they find more of us? First of all, if... If people enjoy this, they're sickos and they should be ashamed of themselves. But if they want more, they can follow us on Twitter at BrodyQuestPod to stay up to date with all the fun podcast news. Oh, that's the other thing. Last week when the episode came out, I forgot to fucking tweet about it. I tweeted like, oh, it's coming back. And then I did not tweet when the episode came out. And then it was Thursday. And I was like, well, it feels too late now. You just never tweeted? I just never tweeted. I'll do I'll do better okay, with this. Well, one. that was not good. No, that was that's next time Thursday is not too late. No. If you remember on Thursday, Anytime you can do it on Thursday. I'm gonna schedule a tweet when I upload this okay. audio to okay. the, the podcast thing. I'm just gonna schedule the tweet because okay. I don't know why I don't do that normally. Yeah. Honestly, I'm kinda dumb. But you can follow the Twitter and most of the time it's gonna be active. That's what that's the main thing I want to say is that we're back, but it was really like a it was a stumble into mm-hmm. coming back into mm-hmm. it. Like we walked through the front door and immediately tripped. Yeah. Because we forgot to rate it. I forgot to tweet. It was like half an hour long. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can follow us on Twitter. Or if you have stuff that you want us to talk about, it's Adam Brody content. Or maybe not. I don't know. Just email us. Just email us. BrodyQuestPod at gmail.com. But like, I do feel like there's definitely Adam Brody stuff that we are missing because we are only going by the IMDb Yeah, filmography. there's definitely content out there. There's stuff. And if you find it and if you bring it to us, we'll be eternally grateful. And... Well, we have stuff. We, we have stuff? To, well, we need to play the game and stuff. Oh, yeah. We have some extra stuff. We're going to try and make up for all the missed time and give you some some extra long bonus episodes at some point when we have time to do that. Uh, and also, I think there's a third thing I sometimes say. Oh, yeah. Follow the podcast if you're not. Subscribe. Give it, it a rating. You leave a review. Maybe we'll... I don't know. If you leave a review, I'll say the name of the person you left a review yeah. on the air. Ooh, exciting. Yeah. Fame and fortune could be yours. <laughs> uh, and yeah, tell your friends. Tell Adam Brody. You're allowed to tell him now because we talked to him and he's cool with I it. don't think we should keep telling him. I think that'll just get annoying. Would well, be funny. I think with this one, they could tell him. They could say, hey, they got the good vibes. Do you, how do you feel about <laughs> that? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I still love him. He's fine. Okay, well, <laughs> stop laughing at me. I'm doing my best. You look scared. <laughs> okay, well, thanks for watching. I'm just at... Watching? <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening. I'm just at... <laughs> I'm Shannon. And remember... Adam Brody says your future's bright. <laughs> <laughs> Now I'm like all ashamed and timid and scared.